Break a Chord, Music Chit Chat with your host, Valentino Gikowski. Welcome to the Striker Chord Podcast, episode number four. My name is Valentino Gikowski, and on this podcast, we have the great musician and entertainer, Alejandro Espino Aldana, aka The Lone Pariachi. Alejandro really engages with the people through his music and song, and I ask him how he does it, and also I ask him how he became The Lone Pariachi. A big thank you to the Yesteryear Revival, the production team, and KG Clips for their support. And remember to subscribe if you like what you hear and what you see. Enjoy. Welcome to the Shaka Chord Podcast. Today we have a very good musician, a very good friend of mine, Alejandro Espina Aldana, the Lone Mariachi. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure's Valentino. all mine. Gracias. So I wanted to just start with um, a bit of background on yourself. Um, what I've seen, you're, you're an amazing musician. Um, you know how to connect with the people. You know how to uh, make, I suppose, make the atmosphere for the people, right? Well, there's a story <laughs> that I've told, that I've been telling everyone that I didn't, I mean, I didn't have a chance to play guitar until I was like 19 or 20. I didn't pick up the guitar until that age. I was but 19. my, 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 Passion for music started when I was very little. I made my first guitar from a shoebox, you know. That's right. With 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 elastics, put elastics on the on the shoebox, and I'll make a sound. That's right. Uh, Unfortunately, my parents didn't didn't uh, because I was adopted, so they didn't they didn't uh, realize that I was, you know, looking for the music and talented. Talented from from, music, from, yeah. from 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 the inside. <laughs> yeah, so so I've always I was I always attracted to music. Even when I was a little guy, you know, I was you know remember in my house we had a black and white TV, and um, I I couldn't wait to to Hawaii Five O to start because Hawaii Five O starts always with a. With a surf with a, guitar. With a drum. With a drum. Oh, the drum, yeah. Drum. <laughs> that used to drive me nuts. Really? Man. That used to make me jump that drum that drum beat at the very beginning of the... Of the, the of toms, the, of the floor thing. toms. And da, da, yeah, da, 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 yeah, yeah. That was good, driving me nuts. And um, then I realized that I wanted to... And then one day I was, you know, with my grandmother and she took me to this restaurant and there was there was guitars on it. There was obviously there was a band playing in the night, so I was so attracted to touch the instruments. So I, I think all those uh, signs led me to quit school when I was seventeen, eighteen, and then I started. I, I decided to quit school. I started um, learning, learning the. I started with classical guitar. Yeah, the classical guitar. I learned, you know, all the tarrega. Francisco, yeah, 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 yeah. Know, um, Ponce, yes, yeah, Ponce, and all the arrangements by um, that was quite the hard Segovia, stuff. Huh? Yeah, that was quite hard stuff. So you, yeah, you, yeah. you I jumped, you dived in. I didn't do all the studies of Fernando, so I just went into playing yeah. Capricho Arabe and those things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, very hard stuff, but it took me months and ages. I didn't, I didn't go out. I just basically was home, practicing, trying to get things done, you know. As a uh, kid, um, and and as as a kid, you always you always felt there was there was something there. And and what sort of music did you actually first get into when you started playing um, 
I suppose professionally was it was it the rancheras was it or did you try well, you you grew up you, I grew up in Tijuana it's just a border in town Tijuana, yeah so when you're young you're you're listening to both to both sides of the world you know like you're listening to to the radio stations from San Diego yeah Los Angeles and and you're listening to Ted Nugent no and one day yeah. one day and the next day you're listening to to uh, Los Terricolas you know a band from from Chile or yeah Mexican band, so it's quite and diverse. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I grew up listening to Pink Floyd, Van Halen, was yeah. my favorite, Led Zeppelin, all that stuff when I was growing up. And and on the other side, my family, you know, they loved you know all this, all the Mexican stuff that was going on back then. Yeah, there was a program in 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 Mexico City that would only um, they be on Sundays. It was called Siempre en Domingo. Mm-hmm. And that's where you watch all the artists from, from from Latin America that come to Mexico, from Spain, come to yeah, to they become very famous in Mexico. And um, so I grew up in that in that in, in that, that context, you know, of getting the best of all worlds music-wise. So I suppose when, when you when you started playing and you started hearing these different sounds and you're listening to. Everything from Van Halen to the Rancheras to Tex-Mex to everything, and because I know you, you 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 tend to fuse a little bit of that, and you can play a bit of this and a bit of that, you know. So was that? That's well, what I do, man. Yeah. So was that was was that uh, was that accepted in 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 Tijuana? Was it accepted when you started doing this, or did you start start doing it later? No, 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 no. I was I was when I was in Tijuana. I started. Um, I worked. I work. I work uh, as a as a salesman on the, on the main street in Tijuana, it's only one main street, which is called Revolution Avenue. Yeah. And all the Americans come in, the North Americans come in, and as tourists, you know, back then it was a huge amount of people on mm. the streets from the USA. And they came in for everything. They came <laughs> in, and I was a salesman, you know. And, and, what uh, were you selling? I uh, was selling, you know, like uh, stuff that, Americans buy, you know, blankets, <laughs> Mexican hats, yeah, all, that stuff. all the tourist stuff, souvenirs, silver jewelry. I used to wear ah, a lot of jewelry okay. like, like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, that's where everything started. I mean, uh, then I, uh, I, I worked like that for like ten years. You know, since I was like fifteen, started working there. Then I, I learned English straight away when I was a kid. Uh, languages are been very easy for me, so I learned to speak English straight away. Watching cartoons in Mexico, you know, American cartoons. And films. <laughs> English for me was like straight away. So I started working as a salesman uh, to sell to the to Americans. So you would have seen a lot, a lot of different types of Americans come through and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, that was, it's a lot of fun. I remember, I have lots of memories from, from that, that era where, you know, uh, there was, you know, all this... Americans coming to party, you know, to to Tijuana, as they do, and they still do, I think. Yes, not 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 much. I think it's coming back again. I mean, yeah. I'm in contact with my son. I have a son, a 30 year old son in Tijuana, you know, and uh, he tells me that it's picking up again after 10, 15 years of non after you know September 11. Yeah, that's er- right. Everything was like mm. dead there, Jeez. and it became like a Mexican. It, it, that that. That main street that used to be full of Americans, it became now full of Mexicans with Mexican bands all over the place and stuff. Because I, I, I remember, because my, my dad 
used to live, breathe, eat, sleep and drink Mexican music and rancheras and he used to sing all of that. I sort of grew up with it. And I remember, you know, because they actually went to Tijuana, they went to Guadalajara and all, and all that. But there was a big difference one from Tijuana to, say, Jalisco, you know. So it was a big difference. It was, you know, like in, in Tijuana you can listen to the to all sorts of music, you know. It was like right. Tex-Mex, accordions, guitars, you know, electric Norteño. guitars. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you go into like into Guadalajara where you can see the, 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 like the proper mariachi and and, 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 yeah. and the rancheras and, you know, you, they've got, you know, Vicente Fernandez, you know, and all that, you know. So what was your, I suppose, your, your, your idea in... I suppose your first band because I know you you started playing in a in a mariachi band, right? No, not really. Or, I mean, my my beginnings in 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 the music was classical guitar. I played classical guitar for like six, seven years in my twenties. All I did was playing classical guitar. Okay, I just I was I fell in love with classic. I still play it, and um, I go to parties and hey, Alejandro, he plays the guitar. Oh, come on, Alejandro, come and play the guitar. And, just, party. and I started playing Mozart, Beethoven. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> come on, we sing a song, party. man. Come don't on. want a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want to. Then I started, okay, cool. I'm going to start learning, you know, all the things that, you know, started all learning the pop, all this popular music. Stuff. I didn't even write my own songs, nothing. Man. It was just like trying to. I was being part of the the jazz band. and the, I started hanging around with guys who were playing. Uh, South American music. That's okay. I, learned, I learned how to play the charango, the charango, and yeah, the yeah. cuatro venezolano, yeah. and all those instruments. And I fell in love with that music. And uh, the band that I had was in like in when I met my Australian wife in 2000, 1999, 2000. Uh, we got married in Tijuana, and. Uh, uh, all of a sudden it was September 11 and then I got this phone call from my friend saying hey man you want to do a tour in the USA in schools um, you have to play like in 400 500 schools in the US and I said to to my partner in in, the, in those days I said let's go let's do that 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 you got to work right we invented this uh Musical journey through Latin America. So we started playing Andean music. I did. I wasn't oh, even. Beautiful. I was. We were playing carnavalitos, uh, ah. um, cuecas, yeah, uh, yeah, all that stuff from all over different places. Cojoropo from Venezuela. Jeez. So we did this program, and then we 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 traveled all over the United States with with a, with a program called Musical Journey through Latin America, something like that. Jeez. That was called that that band was called Arbol Azul. Arbol Azul, ah. because. And, and Mexico and, and, and Mexicans actually they they embrace different style of music a That's lot. That's right. You they know? call them. They call people sometimes. They uh, they call them malinchistas. You're a malinchista because you know you take you embrace this culture. Malinchista it comes from a, from a word malinche. La malinche was this uh, the the wife of Cuauhtémoc or Cuauhtémoc or some. Some uh, um, emperor, Aztec emperor. She oh, was the okay. wife of one of them, and she betrayed. She betrayed the the the, the Aztec emperor ah. and went and went with the uh, with the Spaniards. Ah, okay, 
That's the story. I don't want to. I don't want to lie, but I don't remember the name of the pair. But she was. She was actually La Malinche, um, very famous uh, uh, indigenous, ah, indigenous okay. Aztec woman who betrayed her husband, and then she went on the other side to, to with the Spaniards. And that's the and that's <laughs> that's why they call you Malinchista when you when you start. You know, like in Mexico, you start talking in English, and people are like, ah, why are you speaking in English? You're, you're Mexican. You should be speaking Spanish. You know, yeah. like. Back then. The reason I say that is because when I started in Spain, I met a lot of Mexicans, and they were really much involved in in, in the Spanish music, and I wanted to listen to Spanish music, flamenco, but they also listened to a lot of other things. You know, it was um, like they, they had a very broad listening. They listened to everything from South America, plus everything from to North America as well. So it's it's yeah. it's a very broad range of, of their you know their ideology of music you know you sh it's i listen to everything i listen to this i listen to that you know um we, we've got that same mentality in europe where we listen to everything you everything's know? welcome yeah everything's welcome you know yeah. and that's 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 a, that's a great thing i grew know? up like that in mexico yeah and I, and I i think you know i hear there's a lot of argentinians here venezuelans and i know their music yeah I know, and I'm, I'm. It's embedded in my in my DNA. In your DNA, it's just as well as the mariachi music. I tell you something, uh, Valentino. Being all my life until I was 35 in in Tijuana, Mexico, I've never played mariachi music until I came here. Really, I was never a mariachi. I became here a mariachi because I I I realized it was there was the need to have a real one from Mexico. Yeah. No? And and um and immediately I started working with Los Romanticos, you know, with a with a with the band here yeah, from yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. And and then I do do my own thing now, of you course. know. Like I have the Sin Frontera band, the trio, and, and I work a lot of solos. And I have another project called Mexican Music Man, which is for children. I write I, songs. I actually saw that online. That I, very, I write very songs good. for That's a very good for, project. I write songs yeah. songs for children and uh, I have a following and um I I really like that that side of my career as well because it's it's different it's different, different. yeah but i still dress up like a mariachi in in red but that that'll that'll be very um to the kids especially you know when they see the the red mariachi and the, the sombrero and everything it's like uh you know it's something's happening here you know they don't know quite what, what it is but you're you're and that's what i find your engagement with the audience and with with the people is 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 fantastic you know, not all of us have got that that twinkle, that you know, that that sabor, you know, that that thing, you know, where you can engage, you know, with, with people. You know, I try. <laughs> you know, being for myself, I'm, I'm 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 sort of an introvert, and when I play, I play, but I I I play for the crowd, but it's a different. You're on a different level. You 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 play for the crowd, to the crowd, with the crowd. You know, um, how how do you how do you, how do you do that? How do you what 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 is your approach? What is your thing when you get up there and, and you're performing? You know, I don't know. I think it. I think the 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 the, the Mexican uh, the Mexican suit empowers me. Okay, I can you know. I remember Christian Saavedra. You know, the percussionist. Mm -hmm. He told me, "Hey, Alejandro, you can get away with anything with that suit on." Man, I go, I go, I skip the lines and go in there because I'm dressed up, and the people say, "Oh, look at the mariachi man," and I, you know, I. I say things too that you know that people would find funny, but if I wasn't dressed up, they would find me find me offensive. <laughs> so when you get away not, with stuff, with so it. when you're not in the city, you're mild mannered Alejandro, <laughs> you know. 
And, and, and that's it empowers me. It makes me feel like I'm, I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of my culture. Be, I have been invited be. to, to do a lot of collaborations. And I, uh, I have, uh, I've always asked if, the, if that collaboration is going to offend my culture. If it's offended, I don't want to be part of it. Mm. Especially when it comes down to videos or movies yeah. or something like that. I'm yeah. very careful of that because and I'm very so proud be. of being Mexican and I'm very proud of wearing the suit. And so you should be because that suit represents a lot. A lot yeah. of Mexican history. It's world heritage, you man. know. It's it's yeah. yes, it is, and and that, along with the music, is is one. You know what I mean? So like That's it, all the revolutions that happened in the past. Basically, it was all in, in that outfit. It, all the all the songs that are in the past that, you know, are about you know the goodness of the of 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 what's going on at the moment or at the time. It's all about that. It's all about being that person and being proud to be that person. You know. Um, yes. and, and singing the songs, you know, when you when you start getting goosebumps and stuff like that, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know that that's 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 what it is. Especially, you know, like there are songs that if I sing one song now, there was full of Latinos here. It doesn't matter if they're from from Bolivia or Colombia or Argentina, even Spain or whatever. Mm. If I sing one specific song, everybody's gonna sing along. Yeah, they're gonna know this Mexican song. You know, what which I mean? one is it? Huh? Which one is it? Cielito Lindo. Cielito Lindo. Cielito Lindo. <laughs> I grew up with that song. Yeah, Every, exactly. Or if I sing La Cucaracha, everyone is going to know. Even Australians, you know. That's a, that's a universal language. That's where you you connect. You that's know? right. Yeah. But I, I uh, you know, I, 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 I really respect that. I commend you on that because you, you know you're, you're not only that you're 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 proud of it, but you're educating people as well. People who don't know where it is, you you're you're, you're giving them. An education on the on on the fly, you know. That's right. Music, you know. I I I set myself to like educate people. Uh, I wrote a song. It's on my children's album. It's called Mexico. M E X I C O. Because a lot of people, you know, some um, people ask me, "Oh, you come from Mexico?" And I say, "Well, it's actually Mexico, Mexico. <laughs> but it's okay." In the song, the song that I wrote is it, it says that um, I come from a place called Mexico, but you can also say Mexico. Mm. It doesn't matter; both words are the same. It doesn't matter because you spell them the same. M E X I C O. That's it. And and look, I think I think um, with with that project, you're giving back to the community as well. You know, you're, yes. You're, you know, with with the kids, you know that you you're. You're giving the kids also a bit of an education of, of what it is, you know, to be a, a Mexicano, but also a musician as well. And, and, and being there, you know, to give them some sort of enlightenment, you know. And that's, that's very hard. With the kids, it's, it's very, very hard because there's no, they're, they're, very, they're very true to what they think, you know. It's, they're very honest people, man. Yeah, very. They'll, they'll love you or they hate you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, when did you when did you when did you come to Australia? I I arrived in two thousand and seven, and in two thousand and eight I was busking at the Collingwood Children's Farm, and this person, um, if I if I remember her name, from Paran Market, was watching me, and uh, she left her card, and I read the card and said, "Oh, come on, I want you to come to the market." to the Peral market, and I've been working there ever since, 2008. So it's been like, what, 14 years at the Peral market, That's playing really every good. Thursday morning. I'm playing tomorrow morning. 
from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Beautiful. So I've seen a lot of kids that were like two years old and now they're and like that, 16, that's 16 15, 16. <laughs> um, your, uh, your approach to rehearsing, and I, I know over, over the COVID period, you did a lot of online shows and everything like that, which is a bit different to live performance. But I wanted to know what your approach is to rehearsing. How do you rehearse? When you rehearse, when you do you rehearse at home in in as as you're doing it there, or do you are you or is your rehearsal at home more creative and more arranging, more? It's pretty random. Random. Well, it depends because because I got all these projects going, you know, parallel. Yeah. Like the the children's songs, is it, it costs me so much to to write a song. Mm. He says I'm not a very prolific songwriter. It's a lot of work for me. Yeah. It it, it becomes like I had to just like leave it there and come back another day. Yeah. So I got the lone mariachi who's a little bit more. Uh, I want to do some electronic thing or whatever. Yeah. But in the creative side, is the Mexican music man is 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 the creative part of my life, which is you know I have gained um, a, f- a following that you know it's not huge, but it, it makes me feel like you know like I need to work more on my composition, songwriting uh, yeah. process. It's not yeah. easy. It's not e- it's not an easy thing. I do a lot of compositions on guitar, and I think with the guitar, the guitar gives me that. For me, the music comes from first on the guitar and then the lyrics. You know, yeah. for me, it's very, how would you say, very, uh, very dangerous almost to say that that to write lyrics because you know I have a lot of respect for poetry and 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 if you go go and write something, it's got to be meaningful, you know, of course. or something. I mean, even even writing melodies is the same. <laughs> That's you right. Know, lyrics and melodies, they have their own challenges. Um, I'm not a lyricist. I can never write lyrics. Melodies I can write, but when you collaborate with someone that can write lyrics and you can write melodies, magic can happen, you know. And that's yeah. where there's a lot of collaborations happening from from even not from now, but from years and years ago. You know, um, I I find that if you have the right person, sometimes you can't do everything on your own. That's what I find. You know. That's true. That's why there are so many bands that they get married, like in a way, in a way, you know, <laughs> they work together all their lives and they become something, you know. And and exactly right, where someone writes the lyrics, someone writes the, you know, the melody, someone arranges it all, you know. So there are different different phases to that. Um, here here in in Melbourne, I suppose we're we're very lucky because we've got a, such a diverse you know, range of music and we can listen to all sorts of music and chances are that you'll meet that sort of a musician if you want to fuse something together. And I know you do a little bit of fusion with the Mexican stuff and then you, then you grab electric guitar and, and, and you just go for it and, and you start shredding. That's which why like. I bought myself uh, a Gordian guitar yeah, with a nylon string that I can put a distortion the pedals on. on and, <laughs> and, then, and you do a great job. You yeah. do a great job. And I, I like to say that because... But people don't expect it because I'm full dressed up and, you know, I'm just playing something, you know, Mexican. And they don't expect it. And all of a sudden it's... It's like you go into Inter Van Halen mode. Thunderstruck, man. <laughs> Thunderstruck. <laughs> But that's and that's where you where you're engaging with the audience as well. You know, you know how to get get their them, attention, their, their attention. Because yeah. you know, obviously, a lot of Australian people in like it's ninety percent they don't know anything about Mexican music. 
they know about the Mexican food, but well, they don't know the much music. about Mexican music. So I have a big repertoire of Mexican music. And yeah. so I started playing my thing and, you know, the songs that I love to sing and from Mexico. Yeah. And I love a southern, I know, they're not putting attention or they, some, just some people, but I'm just going to give them something they like. Yeah. Or something they're familiar with. That's a twist, right? That's a twist. <laughs> and then, they just, then, then they're all yours. You know what I mean? You, you, you gotta, you gotta engage them. You gotta grab that, you know, that that little attention that I have sometimes because usually at gigs they're talking or they're doing this or that. But if they hear something familiar, and they think, oh, okay, hang on, something's happening, and then they turn around <laughs> and they see the low mariachi playing Thunderstruck. <laughs> you know, that's right. Um, but look, that, that that's a very that's very a very important part of 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 gigging as well. You know, some people have got that, some people have got other other sort of ways of doing it. Um, and I've I've always been a, a, a modest sort of player. I haven't been the person to go out there and and do that. I haven't had the balls enough. The have the balls big enough to do it. You know, and I I respect a lot the people who actually go out there and and you know they just go for it. They they jump into the deep end and see how it's going to be, you know? Um, and I have great respect for that because... Well, so, well, sometimes it's, you know, it's like you jump into the deep end and sometimes, you know, you don't get you don't get what you expect sometimes too. It's... it's you know, I've seen you play, man. You play at a very high-level guitar and, 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 and you don't need to be a monkey to get everyone's respect <laughs> as well, you know what I mean? It's like you, you have something that other people we we, we don't all, have that's you know right we all I mean? work it differently right that's right but it's um it's very important that you know we we, we stick to what we're doing as well and we're, and we're playing music you know for 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 these people here as well and that's one thing that i think um in the last at least in the last couple of years us musicians we found that a bit we find, we're finding it finding it a bit hard you know um things have changed obviously the world has changed but i think we're we're also looking at new things as well, you know, what we can do. Like I, I know, for example, you, you started using some lip pedals, you know, which I've started using as well. You know, it's it's a different different take on things, a different a different coordination. It's not just like uh, the hands. Now it's, now it's, it's the feet. I have an really, iPad you know? that I use with rhythms. Yep. And um, that 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 application is like my my uh, my companion. It's my drummer. Yeah. Uh, never, Your rhythm section. never missed a gig, <laughs> you and you don't I mean? pay him a lot either. <laughs> <laughs> so I got all my rhythms there. You know, I stopped them with a with a Bluetooth. Uh, ah, is that what you use the Bluetooth? Just, yeah, pedal. it's just a Bluetooth pedal. It's ah, like a okay. I stop it, play, stop, play, stop, it. play one with me. Yeah, and that's what I do. And um, it, I I don't like to complicate myself too much because. Yeah. Because for me, it's very hard to, uh, technology is also, it's, here's the other side of it, you know, like if I'm going to have a, like a loop pedal and then all this stuff, I have to all carrying a lot of things. I'm a more simple person. Yeah. I just take the guitar, Stop, one stop. pedal, <laughs> which is the distortion, and one pedal for the controller that controls the, the, the I thought it was so, actually yeah. a loop, but... It, I don't use the loopers. The Jeez. looper, for me, is a little bit, how would you say... Um, the loop can become a little bit restricted, restricted because mm. you, uh, because it's it's a loop, right? With the loop, with the uh, with the other one, with the drum, I just put one one rhythm in one rhythm, and I can play twenty songs. Yeah, in that 
in that one. And you can play one, them as three, long as four, you want. Or four, four, or two, four, or six, eight. Yep. You can just go to one another, whatever, jump and jump and jump yep. and jump to different songs. And you can extend them if you like. Yes, as much as you want. You can do improv here, improv there. Yeah. And with the looper, I think it's a little bit limited. I mean, I, I know I've seen Tash Sultana doing amazing things mm. with it. I, it's just too complicated for me. My brain doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what what, I mean? Whatever works for you. Everyone, everyone has different ideas of, of doing things. But I'm, 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 on, I'm on like, I really want to have a band, you know? Like I, want, I like to all. play with other people, you all. know, rather than play on, on, on myself, like me, myself, and I, yeah. with lots of loops. They're cool. But and I even have a looper that's almost brand new, never use it. <laughs> but now you got a Sin Frontera band, right? Sin Frontera band is a trio now. Yeah. It used to be a, 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 a drums, yeah. drums, guitar, and bass. I used to have Lazaro on the trumpet. Yeah. But that that band disintegrated, and, and the Sin Frontera band now became a mariachi band. Okay. And I have another project called the Lone Mariachi and the Silver Mask, and you know, guys, to put the um, uh, wrestling mask yeah, on. Yeah. And. Um, that one is probably replacing the other guys. Okay. Too. So in the Sin Frontera band, you, you, you play the guitar on? You play the, I play the, the, the bass, bass, the yeah. guitar on, yeah, the big the one. Yeah. How is that to play? Um, I started playing during pandemic because I bought it 10 years ago and I brought it into Australia. And I, and I was, my, my thinking was like, I bought all these instruments to make a mariachi band, but I couldn't find anyone to play I it. Am. Or or to play the right way because you know some people yeah. want to play like a, like an electric like a, bass, but it's not, it's not it's, like that. It's I've got one. I've got one as it's well. Octaves. Oh, you it's got octave. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I spent a lot of I, I spent like uh, I've been spending like a year playing it and I love it, man. It's and, and I, I was a, a bass player. I was a bass player in a band for like eight years in Mexico, and uh, when I grabbed the guitar on, I was like, oh my god, I love I love the guitar on, and it's, it's a beautiful so instrument. nice. Beautiful instrument. And now I'm trying to sing and play the guitar on at the same time with Amla on the yeah. on the violin and Francisco on the vihuela. So the guitar on is is just an amazing instrument, and I'm just gonna keep going with that. Uh, it's it's a beautiful instrument. It's a beautiful. I, I I tried I I started learning it at one stage, but I, you need to you need to commit to it fully. And because I was, I had another instrument that I was committed to, it was a bit hard. So, but it's a beautiful instrument, you know. Um, it is. And, and it actually, it's not only the Mexican music that you can play with it. You can play other sorts of music too. It actually blends in with other sorts of other styles of music as well. Yeah. Um, with the you know the, the soul sort of music, the you know the the old sort of um, South American sort of the Buena Vista Social Club sort of music as well. You can actually play it. With that as well. We were doing an arrangement of of uh, the Skyhooks. Oh, really? Horror movie. Oh, really? Yeah, on with the well, it, we did it in a Mexican style. Yeah. So, uh, it fits. You can make anything Mexican. You can turn any song into a Mexican song, whether it's Wapango or um, or ranchero style yeah. or, yeah. or or polka style. There's a lot of two quarters. A, yeah, there's a lot of songs that are being transformed into the mariachi style. Yeah, it's like any song you can turn into blues or reggae. Those yeah, are like like, like genre, genres that are like like the Joker on the on the cards. You know, that's the one that the fits Joker everywhere. <laughs> it can fit. It's like a wild card. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like that. yeah. Now look, it's um, yeah, it's 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 music that 
can relate in any nationality as well, you know? It's like, if you put it on, you can try to sense that something's happened. It's not, it's not your, uh, it'll always bring you up on a high, you know? It's not that sort of, that music where you have to sit down and analyze everything. You listen to it and enjoy it. That's what that music is, you know? That's right. Um, and being a musician, when I listen to music, my head's always analyzing the song, whether I like it or not. But when I listen to Mexican music, I just listen to it and I enjoy it. And that's and that's the beauty of that music. And there's not a lot of music that can, you know, do that off the bat straight away. You know, you listen to it, I think, you know, you, you always you feel something, you know, straight away. So that's sort of, and I've, I've, I've listened to it since I was a kid. So I think maybe that's probably a bit of, a bit of it as well. But with, I think with, with music in, in general, in general, how did you find the transition from from Mexico to here? Like when you came here, how did you start playing music here? What was what was your reaction? What was your your initial thoughts, your opinions when you came here? You came to Australia, other side of the of the world, and you thought, "All right, what am I going to do here now? How am I going to do my music?" It was pretty stressing, man. I arrived here, in my my my. My partner was pregnant with my son, and uh, and we moved to Warburton, and uh, okay. uh, and you know this is this is like what when what day uh, what it was June, July, so summer and like oh, sorry winter sorry winter in Warburton I was like, what am I doing here you know like <laughs> very cold and very empty. Mm. No people in the streets. Like I just came from Tijuana, Mexico, and I'm like, you know, like I was expecting to see a lot of movement, yeah. nothing, no. And I started working at the, as teaching at the Warburton Primary School, and uh, and I, I was like really eager to meet people, but I, I, I mean, there was not many over there, so I had to drive, Into drive down to, to. We went to uh, the Collingwood Children's Farm uh, with my partner, and I, she said to me, why don't you go basking? And I said, basking? No. We, I mean, for being basking in Mexico, it's like, you know, like begging. You know, it's like, it's something different. It's not that respected like here. Yeah. Maybe nowadays it is, but back then I was like, no, basking? No, there's no way. Mm. So we had a basket of instruments in the car. I said, "Come on, let's go to the to the market to to Collingwood Children's Farm." So we went there. And that day, I just sat and started playing my guitar, and started singing. And and uh, we got we had some instruments there, and the the kids just started to like grabbing the instruments. So we had, you know, we got I don't know, we got a lot of gold coins on that day, and I the the it was at the convent. Where oh, I, the yeah, I was, I was at the convent. They let us. They let me just bust there. Place. And one thing led to another. The guy from the bakery uh, asked me, "You want to come and play here every Saturday and Sunday?" And I said yes. And then I, 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 I came. I did drive from Warburton to Collingwood. To the, I was for I was for convent to for a couple of years. That's so that was I your started. first residency. That's how I started. I didn't have a mariachi outfit. I had this Andean 
Andean Vest, because I used to play Andean music, you know, and I said this Andean Vest from South America, and, you know. Yeah. And um, then I started meeting people. I was walking, I remember walking on on, on Johnson Street, and, uh, and my part, next partner was pregnant, and, and I heard some music. It was, it was like, it was in the night, and I heard some music going on. Some live music is coming out of this place. It was the Spanish club. The Spanish club. The Spanish Olga, club Olga, and San Lazaro was playing, and I was drawn in immediately. I went in there and and we went in there and sat down and started listening to music to their music. It, it was so cool. So as soon as I finished, I they finished. I walked up to the to the stage and said hello to the singer, you know, Keko. Mm. And as soon as I said, "Hey, cómo estás?" and he immediately recognizes. ¿Qué pasó, cabrón? ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> ¿Cómo sabes? La voz de mexicano. You're Mexican, yeah. right? Yes, yes, yes. So that's one of the first, the first musician I ever met. It's this Keko from, from San The first interaction. Yeah? The first interaction. Yeah, the first interaction with, with the musician there. And then, I, and then I, across the street, the guitar gallery, I met Jerry Hale. He's one of the first musicians that I met. Um... And he had he has this guitar guitar shop. Yep. He still has it there. And um, and Javier Ruiz and uh, a Chilean that I met somehow straight away. And he invited me to do a gig in uh, South Yara in a Mexican bar. So that's how I started. That's how you started. Yeah. Um, with uh, and and with that all. Because you, you you started playing, but it wasn't on the mariachi. You went to mariachi, right? No, I didn't have a suit. No, no. At all. So when did the learn mariachi start? The learn mariachi started. Two thousand and seventeen. Okay, so that's, that's my email. The learn mariachi two thousand and seventeen at gmail dot com. So two thousand and seven, you arrived. Yeah, and then ten years later. So ten years later, you yeah, you, the weekend you, the learn mariachi. So in between. In that ten years, you were trying different projects, or you were. What happened here is that you know, like uh, my mind always has been like, you know, I mean, Australia, living here. I, I had more kids in Mexico, and I was like, you know, I was like almost confused. Yeah. That I arrived into a new country, and my new son was, was born here, and I had another son. That we came with another son. So, so you were thinking your head. about like I wasn't I, I wasn't thinking about ah, I'm gonna make it big time here in Australia in the music. I was just worrying about something else. I was worrying. Yeah. I was trying to make a living playing music, but at this, but at, my mind was focused on something else on yeah. on family and trying to. I don't you've, know. And then and then the divorce a, came. Huh? You've come into a, into a strange country. You come into yes. a country and it was very stressing, man. It was very stress, stressing because uh, I didn't know what to do. I wanted to do a VIT, uh, you know, to teach. And, you know, I'm 42 years old when I came here. And I said, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to school. I'm going to feel embarrassed going to school again. Like, mm. no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go busking. Because I knew busking now, it, was, it worked. So yeah. I started doing that. And... And people, you know, sometimes people call me to do gigs or whatever. And so all I've been doing in Australia is music. 
That's all I've done. And that's and, and that's that's saying something. In Australia, it's, it's hard. Just to do Australia, music, yeah, Australia is beautiful, man. Australia has given me a lot. Well, that's I think the beauty of of Australia is that there's it's very diverse. You know, so you get to not only play at a lot of different places and, and but you get to meet a lot of different cultures and a lot of different people yeah you know? it's very nice man very and, nice. and this is where i think we're, we're, we're lucky because it's the music and the food there's a lot of culture <laughs> and one goes with the other you know and that's that that's i, I was born here and i was brought up here but i'm obviously a, my my background is is macedonian i don't you know it's it's not something that you know like when i go to macedonia i still feel foreign there you know <laughs> but when i come here it's like because we're used to having the, all those cultures it's like it doesn't really matter it's it, it's it's a melting pot of everything you know because it's it becomes a normal thing for to be embedded in in all the multiculturalism that, that's in australia and that's where the music comes in and this is where i think it's very uh, lucky for us as musicians because we get to play with other sort of musicians so we get to fuse things and we get to that's right. learn from other musicians and we get to put some spices here some spices there um it doesn't always work but you 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 learn things you know and you and you get to you get to meet these people where uh, you know, are specialists in their field. You know, but you get to also learn from them as well. Um, is is that what you what you've have found as well here? Yeah, one day I was playing at Barosu, and um, this 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 guy came and says, "Can I jam with you?" And I thought he was gonna bring the jam band, no? and when he he came back with a, an instrument with so many strings and a, and a gorge, you know, like it's the called the kora. Mm-hmm. No, it's a kora player. And I said, okay, man, we're going to play mariachi song and he play along with us. So I never expected that, you know. Yeah. You, you get to meet a lot of different people who play different types. Or they come from different backgrounds like yep. you, yeah. like yourself. And um, and they have fun. You with learn it. more. Yeah, yeah, and you have fun with it, you know. Yes. It's not about uh, being at this level or that level, you know. You just want to make good music and have fun with it, you know. And, and being at a, at a place that allows you to do that, you know. Um and and I've I've had that as well. It's you know you you're always surprised by what what is going to happen in the next five minutes. You know, and that's that's the beauty of it. You know, things happen. You know, sometimes magic happens. Sometimes things happen, and you know, and and, and you don't know where you're going to go on that journey sometimes. And that's that's part of the whole excitement as well. You don't know. Or right, we're playing now. What are we going to play next? Or where are we going? Now, where's this progression going? Where's that progression? He's going to do something. You know, and that's that's part of the beauty. You know, um, but I, I think I think yourself. I think it was a, a, a big thing for you to come here and 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 start playing the, the music that you do. And I think it's 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 a great thing because you're as i said before you're, you're teaching people as well you know you're 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 giving them your music and you're giving them music that has been around for a very 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 long time and you're also teaching them a bit about about it as well but you're also like your different types of let's say western music right different types of music that you want to throw in as well and that's i think that's where your your capabilities is is, is great because you can re- relate to what they're listening to and people can relate to what you're playing you know, so I think I think I think that's great. You know, if you're playing rancheras now and then, all of a sudden, 
you're going to, you know, jump from Van Halen or something like that. You know, it's that that transition and that that knowledge. Um, not everyone can do, you know. But yeah, I've, I've realized that I, that's that's my my. You can call it an asset because he's it's it's been very well accepted. And then I, I a lot of people call me for that, and, and that's what they're they're expecting now. Yeah, everyone is expecting expecting that. It's it's hard work, Alejandro. It's hard work being a musician, you know. Yeah, um, yeah and I, think, I think people sometimes underestimate of of how much effort and work goes into being a musician because. It's not just playing at the gig. It's the rehearsing. It's the education that you have to put behind it. It's the the equipment, you know, the the generating the 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 following now. You know, it's it's a lot of hard work. And now social media, you have now, to manage yeah. social media, which uh, I, I I get anxiety over. But <laughs> that's a different story, you know. But and and, and that's you know it's. It's a lot of hard work. It's it's a it's being a creative and artistic person can also play to your you know to your mind a little bit and you think oh am I doing this you know what am I doing now what am I doing is, is it worth me doing this or is it worth me doing that or should I go back to just doing this and that and that's that's very very, very hard for for artists to to think about you know when you're like when you're performing I mean I'm. I just like always looking at the audience, mm. looking at the audience, and, and see what their reaction is, and 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 look, uh, you know, like uh, scanning <laughs> the, the the audience, and then you realize, okay, well, like, then I'm thinking, what what are you gonna do next? Yeah, and what works and what does not work in a in a in a in, in a in a party or whatever. Yeah. I think that's a very good trait to have. It's very good. You need to scan. You need to know because you need to know how to set the mood. You know, yeah. Um, especially what you're doing, because you're there. You know, you're dressed up and everything like that, and you. It's almost the. I think the crowd almost expects you. To 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 set the mood, right? Yeah. So I have I have as people ask me, you know, I'm gonna have my party. Can you come and and do what you did in that other party that I saw you there? There you go. They and, want and, that, you know, because I like when you played ACDC and I like when you do, when you do this or you do that. You go, okay, man, no problem. We can do that. See, and 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 that's the word of mouth, right? That's that's where where you get most of the work. It's a different story when you try and advertise and when you try to push yourself through other mediums and other social things and all of that, but. When a person comes up to you and says, I like what you've done there, come and do it for me, you know, it's a different connection, you know. It's, yeah. it's, you get this self-satisfaction sort of thing, you know. So, but look, um, I, think, I, I, think, I think you're doing a great job. Some, maybe some Monday, maybe we can collaborate on something. We can, you know, a, a recording or something. Yeah, because I know there's, there's, there's a lot of potential there, I think. So, um, and I think there's a lot of heart and a lot of soul in, in, in what you're doing at Alejandro. So, um, thank you. We'll, I think, I think, I think we'll wrap it up and we'll call it. Look, thank you very much for coming um, on this podcast. Thank you for having me on your program. On your much podcast. appreciated. What's um, it called? Sorry. I didn't know. Strike a chord. Strike a chord. Yeah. Okay. So, um, look, thank you once again, um, for, for coming. I know it's a bit chilly here, but it's they're pretty good surroundings. Um, I nice like to, place um, you have here. 
nice setup. Yeah, well, you know, we might do a we might do a, a proper gig here one day. <laughs> I, I can nice. see I can see the low mariachi here. We got we got the nice lighting, the <laughs> suit and everything. So, um, but look, thank you once again. It's it, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Valentino. Gracias. Yeah, gracias. Thank you very much uh, to the production team as well, Roland, Ciara, and Yesteryear for the great venue. Um, and Cake Eclipse again for the beautiful cakes. Um, if you like what you see and what you hear, subscribe. And um, till the next podcast. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed the Strike Accord podcast. Please sure to visit valentinoflamenco.com to access more podcast episodes, news, and other projects that I'm currently working on. Thanks for listening and watching.